Welcome back. Week five, we've made it a month. Oh, it was consistent for a month, yeah. It hasn't been too bad. And you've interviewed a lot of people. Well, I shouldn't say interviewed. Well, yeah. Um, Leanne and Claire. And then Charlotte is at the end of the month. And then Mom is the month after. That's fine. But yeah, I mean, Leanne just kind of came about because you were sick that week. And then I was just thinking, I'm like, well, I want to have everyone on anyway. So I just kind of scheduled everyone to get them in once. And then from then on, I'll just kind of yeah, randomly schedule people in. That's fine. Leanne might be my go-to if you're ever sick or anything just because she's down the street. So That's it's true. a little easier to schedule with her. But yeah, I was talking to Claire about having her and Kelly on after the wedding and stuff. So, yeah, but mom's the, I mean, not the last one because I'm sure we'll have many more people eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah, mom's the last one to get out of the way and then I'll start repeating people. I'll get Karen on too at some point. But you have that other one that you started with her or do you still do that? Uh, we're just not consistent. Yeah. Our, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm like set a day. And then I just know every day that yeah. week we'll be doing a podcast. Yeah. And at first we would, um, we decided to do it on the weekends. So like Friday or Saturdays, we would, you know, come up here and do our podcast. But then every single weekend we have something going on. Yeah. So we did it. We did two one weekend to kind of like jump ahead. Yeah. And then every single weekend since we've had something going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So it makes it hard. Yeah. I'm trying to convince her to do it. It has to be a priority. Yeah, on the week, during the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and her only argument's really like, well, what about schoolwork? And I'm like, well, we don't do schoolwork after dinner. So I'm like, if we do it at like seven, like we do, yeah. I mean, we're already not going to be doing homework. Yeah, so so I'm gonna, I think what I want to try to do is do two podcasts every Tuesday and Wednesday. And whichever one this one falls on, we'll just do it the other day. Because we don't have to work around our schedules where, yeah. you know, we're at home. So hopefully we're going to do one tomorrow. And then, because, yeah, I want to get a few out of the way with just us two. Right. Kira and I. And then we want to have friends. Because she, she has people she wants to bring on. I have people I want to bring on. Yeah. So, like, and then once we have a few with just us, then we want to have friends and stuff on. Um, but, I mean, it's a slightly different format than what we do. Not really. It's just this is clean. And ours is more explicit because yeah. we just kind of talk how we talk and yeah. that just happens to be, you know, swearing and stuff. And just like subject matter wise, I mean, I, not that I feel like we can't talk about things on here that we could talk about with like Kira and I, but you know, it's just different because yeah. this is more family oriented, I guess. Right. I mean, our whole audience is people we're related to, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's pretty much who it's for anyway. So, you know. Well, I brought a book I'm reading. I thought, well, what are you going to talk about? Yeah. What are you reading? Uh, what it means to be a libertarian. Oh. And it talks a little bit about, I was just thought I'd read just a paragraph, yeah. if that's okay. And then, But this guy's interesting because it's, it says a personal interpretation. Libertarians fall into a lot of, I mean, he says it at the beginning. He says there's libertarians with a capital L, and he says there's libertarians with a lowercase L. And he said, I'm a libertarian with a lowercase L. In other words... He believes in uh, publicly financed education, mm. but he believes on lo- believes that it should be at the local level, not on the. There, he doesn't believe there should be a, a federal agency of the government, federal government that's education. So, like state run, well, or community run. Oh, you know, okay. He does. He says the the lower you can go, 
uh, from government. You know, there's the uh, federal government, excuse me, <coughs> there's the federal government and then the state, then the, the local, maybe a county, and then there's the city. Yeah. You know, and he says the smaller you can get the control of that uh, money and the functioning of that, uh, the, he well, says the better. Well, the more people, the low, like the smaller it gets, the more people care, I assume. Well, yeah, and the, and the more effect, he said it's more effective too. Yeah. And this is how he defines libertarianism. He said, <clears throat> and, and you have to read, you know, because some of the stuff here you probably won't get because I didn't get it until I read the first part. Contact. Of context. Yeah, context. But he said, in the, <clears throat> the last two chapters, I've offered a s- simple set of principles. Each, and now he enumerates what those principles are. Each person owns himself. That's the first principle. Second, a voluntary and informal exchange benefits both parties. I'm sorry. A voluntary and informed exchange benefits both parties. He doesn't believe the government should be involved in economic transactions. He believes that people should decide what they want to buy, what they want to sell, and the government shouldn't have any part of it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, The purpose of government is to protect its citizens from the initiation of force by other people. Yeah. And to provide its citizens with an environment in which they can engage in voluntary and informed exchanges. You know, I want to buy a car from you. you yeah. Know, and we can, I can set up a business and you can work for me, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and this last one is difficult to understand unless you read the first part. But he said, otherwise government may act only to provide public goods, strictly defined, Observing the principles of subsidiary and compensating individual citizens for costs that fall disproportionately upon them. And like I said, you'd have to read that. But uh, basically, that's what he talks about. It's really, he talks a lot about the public good and what is what is the public good. And he, he talks a lot about, uh, anyway, this is what I'm reading right now. And it's kind of interesting because I've always been, I haven't really defined my libertarian views that well i mean i know i want limited government but so do most conservatives you know most republicans want limited government but uh i've always thought that public education is should not be financed by the public it should be private but i'm i'm open to hear what he has to say about that i haven't got to those chapter that chapter yet about uh, public education but he says that i i think what he's going to say is that you take it to the local level you don't have a uh, you know, what do they call it? The Department of Education. You don't have a Department of Education at the federal level. He said you have local communities that are funding the schools in that community. Anyway, so it's interesting in that, and I'm not arguing with you, you just, you know. No, no, no. Um, so in that system, would there be still a, I think now it's called like a STEM curriculum. So would everyone be learning the same things? Does that make sense? So, like, right now, because you have a Department of Education, every student that graduates high school has learned the same courses, has, you know, earned the same credits. Would that still be a regulation and just the funding? That's a good question. I haven't got to that chapter yet, but uh, that's a real good point. That's a good argument for having a national, or you know, a a Department of Education on the national level as you standardize things, you know. Yeah. Uh, But I haven't got to that, uh, that point yet. Well, and I think that standardizing things is good and bad, I think. So, yeah, I'm curious. I'll have to put it on my reading list. I have a list of books 
Yeah, I listen to. It. Yeah, I'll let you know what I think. I just started it the other day, but it's uh, it's I I like it because he's he's not following somebody else's ideas. Oh, he's yeah. saying this is what I this is what yeah. I believe, you know, and I think it's really neat because he also believes that you know if you're a capital L libertarian, you don't believe that people should be taxed to take care of the uh, infrastructure like the roads. Uh, uh, a capital L libertarian believes that only the people that use the roads should be paying for the roads. In other words, if you're a retired person and you don't have a car, he doesn't believe uh, the, the, the uh, what do they call them, uh, orthodox libertarians uh, believe they should not be taxed for those roads. Yeah. But he believes that uh, everybody should be taxed because otherwise it gets really complicated. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to, that's, that's what I was thinking when you said that. I was like, I agree with that because I mean, well, yeah, why pay for things that you don't use? But then, I mean, the, the unfortunate part is everyone's always going to try to cheat the system. Yeah. Not everyone, but there's always going to be people out there. So I feel like it'd be kind of hard to regulate. Yeah. But, and, and the other thing is, is if, if uh, <clears throat> you know, if you're only, like getting back to that example, if, if uh, an elderly lady that's retired doesn't have a car, she still gets goods that are transported on the roads. So well, how do you factor true. that? How yeah. do you factor that? In? You know, it's, well, it's, if uh, she does need to go somewhere, someone's driving. Well, that's right. You know, so yeah. whether it's a bus or an Uber or a family member, well, I guess the family member would be paying taxes, and so would the Uber. Well, there wouldn't be know. any buses. But anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. There'd be no. There's no transit. I system. guess that's true, huh? Yeah. There's but, no yeah. transit system, unless it's private. There could be a transit system that a company owns. It's like Amazon yeah. took over the mail system, you know, or it's kind of taking over the mail <laughs> system. <laughs> They're about to. <laughs> and so, uh, so it'd be private. It wouldn't be public. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring the book that I was reading. What are you reading these days, eh? Well, well, unfortunately. Your schools. Reading well, school. that's true. But right now I am rereading um, The Easy Way to Quit Smoking. Oh, are you? Well, yeah. that's good. Because, I mean, I quit for like three months. Yeah. Then, you know, fell off again. <laughs> so now I'm rereading it because I, because it's spring break right now for school, I have more time at work. So I was like, well, I mean, and I'm listening. I'm not reading, obviously. Well, not obviously, but I, yeah. I listen to everything. You listen, yeah. Because, um, I don't know, I just comprehend things easier. So I'm re-listening to that. So by the, by the end of the week, I'll be not smoking at all anymore, so... I don't know. I get. I, I don't. I don't. Know. I, eh, you know. Can I give you some advice? Then? Yeah, of course. Never give up. Even yeah. if you fall off the wagon six times, try again. Well, because uh, there will come a time. I, I promise you, there will come a time if you never give up, that you'll be able to stop. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're going to fall off the wagon again. You know, because no, maybe but, this is the time you won't. But you know what I'm saying. No. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it gives me a lot of confidence that I did it for three months. Yeah. I really did go. And I mean, obviously, I wouldn't lie about that because I did fail eventually. So I lie about the distant, you know, the amount of time I didn't do it. But I was like, the fact that I could go three months is a huge confidence booster because, I mean, I, I, it's hard to reference the book if you haven't read the book. Yeah. But they talk about, um, like, deciding you're a non-smoker the day you stop. Right. And, all, and you know, there's a ton of analogy. That whole book is pretty much just, like, the same information, just drilling inside your head for 28 chapters. <laughs> right. But it worked, you know? And, and I know because I tried to do it with just willpower before, and it never stuck. I mean, it was like, I, I felt so hopeless after trying to stop so many times. And then just after reading that book, I went three months, and I was like, 
And I fell off for a number of reasons, obviously. I mean, it's an addiction. Yeah, it's social. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I know I can do it again, but I, so I read the book again a few months ago, but I never actually stopped. I just read the book yeah. or listened to it. So this time I'm like, Kira's, Kira reads things. So that's really why we're doing it on spring break because she needs the time to physically read. Yeah. Because I can listen while I'm working and stuff. Right, right. So like I could technically listen whenever I want, but part of the reason I failed the last time was because she had not finished the book by the time I quit. So being around the influence, not not blaming her. I no, it was my decision. But like being around it in your home is way different because like you can see it other places and like get away from the situation. Right. But when you're at home, you can't. So I was like, I think unless we do it together, I think both of us are setting each other up for failure if one of us tries and one of us doesn't. That she wants to quit too. Well, yeah, we both. I mean, like the book says, no one that smokes. Wants. <laughs> wants, yeah, everyone, if they had a choice, would not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He uses the analogy, because, and he's a, he's from the UK somewhere. He's um, British or, I don't yeah. know. But they, I guess they have like a federation. I can't remember what the name is, but it, they use an acronym. But it's pretty much like a federation of people that support the freedom to smoke tobacco. Yeah. And I think it's more cultural with um, Europeans, which I guess half the, I mean, most of the population in the U.S. is European in some, in some way. Um, but he says, even them, if you ask them if they would have never picked up any sort of tobacco, like if, if you could make that decision to go back in time, even though you support the freedom to do it, if you right, want to, right. if you could go back in time and, you know, make that not a part of your life, would you? And of course they'd all be, you know, yeah. cause there's no upside. You, you right. read, you read the book. Yeah. <laughs> there's a chapter. He talks about, oh yeah, <laughs> I love that chapter. What are the positives of smoking? And you turn the page and it's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was so funny listening to it because um, you're listening to it and it says chapter 28 or whatever. I don't know what chapter it is. The upsides um, of smoking. And then so I hear that and I'm like, what? And then chapter 29 <laughs> it just goes on. And I'm like, okay, that's that hilarious. makes more sense. Well, that's the other. It's true. That's the other interesting thing about libertarians. Libertarians, a lot of libertarians are castigated and thought to be weird because uh the Orthodox libertarians believe that prostitution should be legalized, that drug use should be legalized, that well, smoking obviously should be legalized, that alcohol, well, alcohol is legalized, but no, they believe that we are in control of ourselves and we make those decisions. However, then the caveat is uh, for libertarians is that you're welcome to drink, you're welcome to do these things, but the minute you in affect someone else like if you're a drunk driver and you hit someone yeah. the consequences will be very dramatic and it will be well it's like kim says if you live in sweden and you get pulled over for drunk driving your driver's license is taken away for the rest of your life really? so yeah so she says in sweden they don't have that problem because people know the consequences yeah. so so when they go out and party there's always a, a uh designated driver or they take public transportation yeah or they always figure out a way because they know the consequence oh, and that's a what huge risk yeah. oh it is and so that's what he's saying here is you can do whatever you want but the minute you step over that line and you hurt someone or you you know uh, then you know anyway i thought that was, that was interesting. so would you prefer a system i mean speaking directly towards intoxicated driving per se would you prefer a system where it's a one-strike policy? 
you step over the line, you're done, no second chances? I think I, I, I would. I would favor that, but I think you would have to uh, educate really uh, yeah. a lot before you did it. You know, you could have a, a day, I guess, but I think you'd have to educate everyone very carefully and make sure everybody knows because you don't, you don't want to make it arbitrary like, okay, yesterday we passed the law. Right. You didn't know about this, yeah. but you know, we passed the law yesterday. But yeah, I think that would be neat because there's so many lives that have been just uh, really upended because of drunk drivers hitting people. You know? Oh yeah, it's it's just yeah. upended people's lives horrendously, and and uh, so. Well, I've I've met people, or I know people, um, friends, and that I've seen both sides. But I have one friend that got a DUI when he was young. <clears throat> Actually, I think he was under 21, but he got a DUI, and I mean to this day, I. So he has a girlfriend, and I mean, I've never seen them in public drinking where one of them is sober. <laughs> and that, well, because it flipped the switch for him where he's like, I will never oh, really? put myself at risk again. Yeah. He's, so one of them is never drinking. That's because they're perfect. like, one yeah. of us has to drink. Because they learn. Oh, yeah. And well, it's like you and me. never. Uh, well, true. Perfect, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> it took me a few more times, but less dire consequences, I guess. Yeah. But then you meet other people that have five DUIs, know, but they still have a license. So yeah. maybe the consequence does need to be steeper. Yeah. You know, so I, I get that too. I don't, I don't know. Well, he, he doesn't say it should be that steep, but he says it should be very drastic so that Probably. people know that if they do that, the consequence is going to be very, very horrific. And so it'll yeah. deter people from doing it. You know? Anyway. So well, I think there's two states. Well, two cities. I know Denver and I... It's either Seattle or Portland has decriminalized all narcotics and drugs. Yeah, I didn't know they decriminalized all of them, but yeah, I knew about marijuana. You could be right. I have no. No. Idea. Well, okay. Well, yeah, <clears throat> it's definitely not just marijuana. I know. So I know Oregon has legalized um, mushrooms and marijuana huh. on all levels. Yeah. You know, medically and um, recreationally. But no, um, I think the city of Denver has decriminalized almost all drugs and it's either Portland or Seattle one of those states has also decriminalized all drugs yes. well the problem with I have I have with that not that I don't have a problem with decriminalizing them what I have a problem with and this goes with alcohol is the guy that has five DUIs yeah exactly and the next time yeah. he's going to kill somebody yeah and then you know all that time he's this, the penalty hasn't been severe enough that yeah he was uh, anyway no I totally I I mean, I feel I have mixed feelings about that because the the younger version of me thinks like, okay, I mean, because I've tried many drugs and but my I was always doing it out of curiosity. Right. Because I'm I don't know. I'm just that kind of person where I was like, I'd hear about it. And then I'm like, well, I got to know what that actually is like. But I always did it in a safe environment. And it was just like one time because I wanted to know. And then once I knew I was done. So in my younger brain, I'm like, oh, that's fine. If people want to experiment and they're not hurting anyone or themselves. Or I mean, I guess if you're hurting yourself, that's kind of on you. But then the older, like, old man in me is like, <laughs> it's like that's not a good idea. <laughs> like, that, that, that can't that's be risk. It's also risky, yeah. Well, yeah, because you, I mean, because you meet too many people that you know are not responsible, that you yeah. know will abuse it, that you know, yeah. I mean, it, and that's just, I guess, with anything, like, same with tobacco or alcohol or marijuana, every, there's always going to be that group of people that choose to abuse it. Yeah. 
and it negatively affects other people. Right. But I don't know. I, tr- I try to live my life mostly that I don't care what decisions someone makes, any decisions they make, if it doesn't affect other people negatively, they can't avoid, if that makes sense. You're a libertarian, too. Well, <laughs> that's, that's basically the libertarian philosophy is that I'm in control of my life. Yeah, like do whatever you and want. You can do what you yeah. want, but I'm in control of my life. And uh, that's why they favor smaller government, too, is because you're going to work, you're earning the money, and then you're giving the money away, and it's not yours. You know, you don't have any control over that. Yeah. Anyway, that that's a different subject. But yeah, it's the same ideas. And he said that. That, that was the first thing I read. He said... Uh, Who recommended this book? I just found it at the library. Oh. Anyway, that's basically, that's the point he makes is that I'm in control. Everybody's in control of their own lives. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, and I mean, honestly, it makes, it makes me a happier person in general. Because when you stop caring about what other people do with their lives... You can kind of focus on yourself. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's it's like the whole social media thing. I hate social media because, and I mean, whatever, everyone has their own opinion. But for me, I couldn't go on social media, see what other people were doing, and it would like, I mean, anger me or make me feel envious or, yeah, you know, yeah. and I, I couldn't. Compare I, yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I just, why do I care? Yeah. And for me, I mean, I'm, maybe there's people out there, but for me, it's not something I could just be like, oh, I don't care. Turn off the switch. Yeah. And just use social media as it is and don't care. Yeah. I don't. Th- I really don't think almost anyone can flip that switch and not care. I think almost everyone does care and they get sucked in. But it, it's kind of the same thing. I'm just like, why do I care about this? I can't control it, so I'm just going to get it out where I and have no influence. So are you on Facebook anymore? Or? I don't know. I have a Facebook, but it's not on. It's not downloaded onto my phone. Oh. And for me, that's not like a lot of people are like, well, I, I deleted the app. But then three days later, they're like, well, I couldn't resist. And I'm like, I don't care. The only reason I'm keeping my Facebook is, well, I guess I don't really have a reason. I don't know. I figure someday maybe yeah. once I have kids and stuff, I'll <laughs> go back to using it. I don't know. To keep in touch with family or something. Yeah. Like. And there's stuff like that. There's like friends that I don't talk to anymore except for like Facebook Messenger. And so like Quinn. Yeah. I don't have Quinn's number, but if I ever want to talk to him, I'd have to get on Facebook, you know. But not like Instagram and Twitter and all that. I don't. I deleted my accounts a long time ago. When I did for a long time. <laughs> I mean, so I, I was, when I was in high school, that was like, I mean, not peak, but for me in my life, that was like peak social media. And I think worldwide, that was like, I mean, 2014 is when I graduated. So those years up until graduation, that was when social media was ramping up like crazy. So like by the time I graduated high school, I cared a lot about my Twitter following and how many likes I would get on my tweets. Oh yeah. I mean, but that's everyone did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't abnormal. Like almost like, I mean, everyone cared about that kind of stuff. Then like after I came home from college, I deleted everything. And then when I started doing real estate, few years later i got my accounts back and tried to build them up and then once i stopped doing real estate i was like well the only reason i got them back (laughs) was was because i was doing real estate and i hated that aspect of it anyways because i just i would i would talk to my mentor 
and she would always she's very good at social she was very good at social media and i think that is important for that kind of job yeah but i was always like it's just not my thing like i just i don't like social media and it, for her it was just like that's weird like you're 23 like <laughs> who who's 23 and doesn't care so I, I could never like get myself back into it so the day that i um stopped doing real estate i just deleted all my accounts again because i'm just like i don't i don't like it i don't know yeah but to each their own i don't care the reason I gave it up, I canceled my uh, Facebook, was because I I felt guilty about looking at people's lives. I know that sounds kind of weird. I felt like I was uh, uh, looking at people's lives, and I wasn't participating. You know, it was like going to someone's house with, with, and looking in their window, yeah, and right. they don't know you're there, you know? And I thought, this is not right. And I'd spend hours looking at people's lives and, and yeah. thinking, thinking, oh, look at that. And I think... This is not healthy. It's weird. <laughs> it is it's weird. It's super weird. Well, and I mean, it's something that has, it's it's a new thing, right? It's it's never been studied how that affects people long term. No. And, and so I was listening, well, I mean, shocker, I was listening to a podcast today that was talking about that and how social media in general, how that will affect kids because, you know, I was one of the first generations that grew up with it. Yeah. Not even, I mean, it was like halfway into my childhood that it even came out. True. But they're like, we have no idea how that will affect people's psyche long term because it's already affecting people right now. Yeah, like, they're starting to get some data. On yeah. That, yeah. But I mean, it's only been, what, 20 years? Yeah. I mean, Facebook came out in the 2000s, so really hasn't been that long, honestly. Yeah. We got our first cell phone when we were after we were born. <laughs> That's weird when oh, you think about it. Yeah. That. Well, and just to see where we've come like now yeah. is yeah. like mind blowing because, yeah, I remember, I mean, vaguely, I don't. I guess I don't remember having phones when I was very, very young. Well, and I remember when you guys got your first little Nokia bricks yeah. that everyone had. But I mean, going from that to the computers we have in our pockets it's now weird. is crazy it's to think weird. about. What was I going to say? Uh, yeah. Well, it's probably crazier for you, though. <laughs> well, it is. Because you went most of your life. Well, the weird thing, too, is that I was working at a company in Scotts Valley, California when Windows came out. <laughs> and we were at work. At work, we had computers. Yeah. They were IBM computers. And everything was text. You know, oh, and if yeah. you, you could import a picture, but you'd have to change screens uh, in order to see the picture. And then you could go back to the text. And the text had a little uh, link to the yeah. picture, you know. But you don't, you don't see those all at once. You had to, you know, go back. And so when Windows came out, it was like, Whoa, I can see everything on the page that I'm working on. That's you know, crazy. it's just, it was really crazy. And, uh, but it was fun. I remember uh, when that came out. I was working at that company. It's very bizarre. Actually, I remember when computers came out. I remember my first computer was a, it was called a Leading Edge Model D. And it was made in uh, 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 Taiwan. I think it was made in Taiwan. Anyway, and imported to the United States. And you bought, I bought the computer with a printer and again it was just lines of text there was yeah. no graphics and it was thirteen hundred dollars for <laughs> the computer i wonder what that equates to now yeah i don't know i don't know a lot i'm sure <laughs> i mean that'd be a few grand at this point yeah oh yeah it would it was a lot of money then but i thought i was going to school and i thought i want to write my paper on a computer yeah. and so i that's so i bought it and did my last paper that I went on before I graduated from BYU and uh, that was funny. 
I wish I still had it. I think it's pretty valuable. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Every once in a while, I have that thought too. Getting new phones or new computers. Sometimes I look at things and I'm like, you know, someday, maybe. But but now there's such it's an overload. Like the market is overrun with products. Yeah, it is. Because I mean, twenty years ago, you had five different phones. Everyone owned one of those five phones. Yeah, it's true. But now there's 20,000 phones you could own, 20 different generations. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. I feel like the value of things, well, the value of things in general has gone down. Yeah. I mean, just because everything's mass produced, there's 20 different brands, there's 20 different models. There's, you know, it's, it's just not the same. I think it's funny. I was listening to the news today, the economic news, and uh, the guy that was uh, talking said, uh, Apple just came out with a new cell phone and a new tablet. And he says, big deal. Yeah. They came out with them every day. <laughs> well, see, I remember, I was thinking about that the other day because Kara just got a new phone. Her phone was like cracked and stuff, so she actually needed one. But I remember in like high school or even like younger, probably like junior high, where, I mean, maybe it was just my perception, but it was such a big deal every time a new phone would come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I back remember. then, the technology was making leaps and leaps and leaps yeah, now a new phone from apple samsung comes out every year and it has three things that are different <laughs> except the 500 dollars more price tag but like who cares like what am, what am i i'm gonna buy a new phone for a slightly better camera yeah and it's gonna run one tenth of a second faster yeah well it reminded me of aj's flip phone you know the oh yeah uh, flip, and you didn't yeah. like it so you got you got oh, yeah. rid of it AJ's still one of those people, I think, that enjoys <laughs> he does. getting that new phone. Which, I mean, but he's also a very techy person. Yeah. So yeah. those small differences, I think, to him probably mean more than to me. Yeah, he knows what they are. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, I mean, I'd never used probably yeah. most of those things. Well, and that's what we were talking about because I have like three cameras, right? Yeah. On my phone. And Kiara got the new iPhone that has three or four cameras. I don't know. And I was like, and I got my phone like over a year ago and she just got hers like a month ago. And she was like, look at, look at the cameras. They're so pretty. And I was like, you know how many cameras I've used on my phone? One. <laughs> I'm like, maybe. I don't even know. Like, I, don't, well, I don't even know what the different cameras are for. I just, if I need to take a photo, I go to my photo and I take a photo. That's, that's so why for old know. people, they make a, a cell phone that has big text and, and you can call, you can text, oh, and you can take <laughs> real simple pictures. That's it. Because all that other stuff, you know, yeah. unless you're a techie person. You don't need all that. <laughs> well, I mean, even like, I I 100% agree. I, I'm i sure there's 20,000 features on my phone that I just don't, I'm not even aware of. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. I don't know, I use my phone for calling and texting mostly. Yeah. I don't know, killing time, I'll use, you know, stupid games and stuff. But, I mean, I could I could use one of those. What are they, uh, what are they called? <laughs> they just always have those commercials on TV. I know. For the old Jitterbug people. or something? Yeah. <laughs> just for old people. Yeah, they're funny, but I don't know. I feel like, well, they're do, they're kind of doing the reverse now for, like, kids. They're making a very simple version of a cell phone for kids now. Well, yeah. You know, the grandkids yeah. have the watches. Yeah. Which is super smart. Oh, it works great. Uh, Leanne, can you keep in touch with the kids at school? Yeah. And, you know, and they don't have any other capability, really. And there's a certain amount of emojis, and that's it. And so it's just really slick. It's worked out really well for them. Well, I look at like so. Kiera's nephew and niece are similar age. It's all my nephews and nieces, and they both have like 
actual phones, and they've both broken like two of them each. And I'm just like, and this is why you don't give a seven year old a smartphone because yeah, yeah. you know it's. I mean, I don't care. Like I said earlier, do whatever you want if you want to keep buying phones. And I mean, they're getting like hand me down phones most of the time. They're not like buying brand new phones. But I'm just like, I don't. Well, and there's the whole issue of internet access and you know all sorts of different issues that come with technology. I guess. Hey, your mom and I are getting to the point where they're going to stop supporting the software on our phones because oh, they're yeah. so old and uh, we're going to have to end up upgrading to something new. You don't have uh, Apple's, do you? Oh, Kara does. I don't. Oh, really? <clears throat> That's interesting that you have different ones. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I had my first Apple phone in high school and I don't know why because it was not very char- characteristic of our family. But I got like the newest model of the Apple when I was in high school. Really? Like, I think at the time it was the Apple, it was the 5S, I think. You know, I think we got it at a, a we, we got that free at a uh, company party. They were. Oh, really? Out. I think that's the one we got and we gave it to you. <laughs> well, because I remember, because I had just, you know, like off brand Androids or whatever. Yeah. Well, even Samsung's back then were just terrible phones. But no, I ha- and people would like ask to look at it at school. They're like, and it was the gold one. So like, sure. I had like the best phone and the best color. So everyone was like, oh, you got that? And I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. You had no idea. Well, yeah. How popular just, you were. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I thought it was cool because I was super excited to have an Apple um, phone. But then I, I didn't really, I don't know. It, yeah. You didn't appreciate it. Yeah, right? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But then. But that was the last iPhone. I only had one iPhone ever, and I just, I don't know. I always preferred Android. Mm. Once the Androids got better, I should say. So when I sold cell phones, when I worked for Sprint for a little while, they would have, like, um, reps, you know, kind of like sales reps, and they'd be like, hey, here's the phone for your store, and they'd give you the most modern phone from Samsung or Apple or HTC or LG. Give it to you? Well, they would give it to the store. Oh, I see. And then if you... If, when you're working at the store, if you wanted to try out the phone, because once you're when you're working at the store, you can just transfer your information very quickly. So you can just transfer phones in yeah. three seconds. So I went through using LGs, the top of the line LGs, HTCs, Samsungs, and iPhones, and I would just I mean every week I'd have a different phone. You, you could just use it, and then yeah. but it belonged to the store technically. And I just once I got it was after they came out with the um, the Samsung Galaxy X S six. And that's when Samsung really caught up to Apple, in my opinion. Yeah. That was when the phones were finally comparable. Because yeah. Apple was leading the market for years. There's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. But then after the Samsung 6S, and then they caught up and ever since then. I mean... And so why pay extra for a phone when you Well, honestly, they're pretty much the same price. Are they really now? Oh, yeah. Well, Samsung's bigger than Apple. Why worldwide. Apple's number three worldwide. I didn't know that. Yeah. Samsung's number two. And then some... Um, some phone that's banned, it's banned to sell in the U.S. Oh, because of China. It's the number one worldwide. Yeah, yeah because but, of China. Yeah. And it's a, I don't know, it's some um, Asian company. Right, that the, well, the government guess, has. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Anyways, well, I didn't know they sold phones. But yeah, so they're the number one company worldwide of phones. And then gotcha. Samsung and then Apple's number three. But I think if you looked at U.S. statistics, I would assume Apple's number one. Yeah. I yeah. think, I don't know. Yeah, part of me likes that I don't have an Apple just because everyone likes to have apples and I love to argue with people about it just for fun. Because <laughs> I really don't care. But people love 
to try to force you to like the things that I know. I don't want you to. I don't know why. (laughs) And Apple's the worst. They're just like, why don't you have an iPhone? I'm like, because I like Samsung's better. And they like try to convince you that you don't. And you're just like, it's my opinion. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, why do you care? You know what's funny is that uh, Apple computers, you don't see Apple computers much anymore. I Not compared to phones. No, no, not. I think that's where they make their money now. I don't think they make it. 100%. I mean, there are certain uh, uh, groups that always use Apple uh, computers, like you know, graphic designer. You know, there's certain yeah. certain uh, professions that always use them. But I think almost every company now that isn't isn't into that kind of stuff, uh, they have uh, you know, other non Apple, yeah, you know, computers. That's so I true. don't think that's where they're making their money anymore. I don't no, I don't think so. I mean, definitely not not compared to phones. They yeah. Oh, yeah. They can't even, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you really don't see. Well, and I think there's a lot more freedom when you get computers. Well, and phones, I guess. But there's a lot more freedom um, with what you can do with your computer outside of the Apple system. Because even that's Apple true. phones, that's they true. keep you kind of locked into this program, this look. Everything has to be this way. And the computers are the same way. Not to mention, every single other computer works one way, and Apple works it and works a different <laughs> have way. A different and a lot of people don't like that because yeah. you use a computer anywhere publicly or at work or anything, none of it's going to be Apple most of the time. Yeah. So then, why switch to a completely different system when right. you get home? Right. And they're way more expensive than any other computer. Yeah. Like the lowest model is above a thousand dollars. Yeah. And I mean, you can get a decent computer for a lot less than that. That's true. Well, and like the whole PC gaming era, like people play video games on their phone. Right. Um, not on their phone, on their computers. You can't even use, I mean, maybe you could use an Apple, but no one does. They no, build their not, own. You know they don't I mean? seem as fast. I don't, oh, I don't no. know. Maybe they are. I well, I mean, if you get into like people that are really into um, PC gaming, they're building their own computers. Yeah. So true. it's just completely different. And obviously you're not going to get anything Apple related for that. And that's like a whole culture that's, crazy popular now. It's not something I really understand, but I've just never been never been a gaming person anyways. Kind of makes me motion sick, actually. Gaming is? Oh, video yeah, because games? of all yeah. that. Yeah. Even when I was a kid and we'd go over to, like, friends' houses and they had video game systems, I could play for a while, but eventually I'd have to be like, I gotta go walk outside or something because I would get motion sick. Yeah. And I think it's partly because I just wasn't raised doing it, so I never, like, got used yeah. to it. But... Yeah, I just, I don't know. And then I, I don't know. I just never, even once I became an adult, I was just like, I was already disinterested in video games. So I just never picked up the habit. And I don't, I don't understand how people have the time for it. To be I know. It's, it's people really spend a lot. Although we have, uh, we had some good friends out in uh, Syracuse and he was, he had a master's degree or a PhD and he was actually Jeff's boss at one time oh, yeah. at uh, oh, Northrop okay. Grumman. McMurray. Oh yeah, yeah, McMurray? McMurray, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he had one night a week, and yeah. he would play. He play games with people all over the world. I guess I don't know. I don't know how yeah. it works. No, yeah. But that's that was his night, and he yeah. played the games, and I, that that's fine. You know, if you if you really are into it and you want to spend some time, you have to set aside some time. And oh but, yeah. But to do it every night or to get addicted is a different thing. I think. Well, I mean, and <clears throat> that. I'll, I mess around with Kier about that sometimes just because I think it's funny and I'll, I'll be like I've been thinking about getting an Xbox or something and she's uh, she always just like you know yells at me not seriously because <laughs> yeah. it's all just a joke 
But like, I think about it and I'm like, I, I can't, I'm like, when are you going to squeeze yeah, it in? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like, I can't even imagine. Because Kira's always like, I'm, I'm kind of a goer. I'm always doing something. Yeah. Because something always needs to be done. I'm doing the podcast I'm, and right now we're in school. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine taking more time away from like our time together. Yeah. yeah. And just being like, okay, I'm going to ignore you for four hours. Like, <laughs> That's right. I'm, I don't just, know. It doesn't seem right. And she definitely wouldn't love it. So I just, I don't know. It's never been a thing that I've. Yeah, it just seems weird to me too. But. Maybe if I, maybe if our kids someday get into it, maybe it'll, it's something I could like, you know, bond with them and like learn with them. I guess I don't know, but yeah, I think the Wii was kind of fun. We didn't do it much, but yeah, you know, that was that was kind of fun because it was kind of a family thing. We have thought about getting uh, the newer the newer version is the Switch. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's you know it's like the newest version of the Wii. Pretty much works very similar. We thought about doing that because it's something. The games are, like, just mindless. They're not, yeah. like... Because the games some people play are very intensive. Like you said, you're meeting people around the world. Yeah. It's very, like, you're involved. Yeah, and it's, like, very serious to some people. But we've, we've talked about getting a Switch and just because we could play it together. Right. And just, you know, have... It's like playing a board game, you know? Right. Or like watching TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? You're just but, them. I don't know. I, I can't really justify spending money on it just because it's not something either of us really care about that much. Yeah. So we're just like, yeah. If you had money to burn, maybe, but yeah. <laughs> Is there such thing? <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know. I think it's a common quote. I, I don't know if anyone knows where it came from, but it's um, the whole, there's no such thing as extra money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Because Karen and I always talk about that. Because every time we get our tax returns, we usually take a trip. We set aside money to take a trip. Then if we have any credit card debt or anything, we usually put money towards that and stuff. But um, it always feels like when we get our tax returns, like, oh, we have extra money. Yeah. But then if we wanted to spend that money, it'd be gone in a day. There's right. no such thing as extra. There's always something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. But no, this one was kind of nice because we didn't really have any credit card debt. Um, I mean, we have our car payments, obviously. Right. But I mean, that's way more than our tax returns were. So pretty much all our money's going towards a little trip we're taking, and then the rest is going into savings. Where are you going? Redwoods. Oh, yeah, California? Yeah. Uh, uh, Northern California, Oregon. We haven't decided where we're going to stay specifically yet. Yeah. We've looked at um, Brookings, which is like right on the border of California. It's in Oregon, yeah. but it's right on the coast, yeah. right next to the Redwoods. But there's a lot of those little towns that yeah. are like on the coast, right next to the Redwoods. That's what yeah. we're shooting for. But um, Mendocino's kind of nice. Mom and I went up. I think we... I that's that's farther south on the coast. Yeah. But it's really pretty there. It'll probably just depend on where we find an Airbnb we like. Um, yeah, that's a cheaper way to go, isn't it, than hotels now? I don't know. I Personally, I feel like there's ups and downs to everything, and yeah. that's just another example. Airbnbs are nice because they have – usually they're like – Have you stayed in it? Yeah, we have a few times. Oh, okay. And a lot of times they're houses or apartments or guest houses, so you have like kitchens. Right. And you right. have like – laundry and yeah, like all yeah. of your facilities it's like and you could be at specific locations and you're alone you know what i mean right hotels you don't have a kitchen you're in a hotel right. you know what i mean usually right. in a main city because right. airbnbs could be in the middle of nowhere yeah. but then i don't know there's i love going to a hotel and having everything all fresh and neat you know what i mean yeah and you like uh, some people get grossed out by hotels but i kind of think it's fun because it's just like the bed's perfectly made. Every day you come home and it's made again. You know what I mean? Airbnbs are not like that. You know, right. and sometimes it's, I've stayed, we've stayed in a few where it's like, you feel like you're in someone's home 
And that's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. Because there's some people that like own it and it's like their vacation home. So half the year they're living in it. Yeah. And their other half the year they're renting it out. So you get there and it's like, oh, I'm in someone's house. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. But no, I like Airbnbs. And but I think they are cheaper. I don't know. In they general. definitely can be. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole, there's a huge like spectrum. Range. Yeah. Because yeah, um, you can get an Airbnb for, you know, less than a hundred bucks a night or you can get an Airbnb for a thousand bucks a night, I'm sure. Yeah. Depending on where it is. Yes. Yeah, so. they, they have some in high rises in San Francisco. Oh. That are, they're they're Airbnbs. Yeah. Because somebody owns, it's an apartment yeah. somebody owns and they let it out. Well, it's, people do that as investments now. It's, yeah. it's kind of like buying a rental property that you're going to rent out to a family, you know, like where I live, you know? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. So I think it's a little more labor intensive because you kind of have to, I mean, renting somewhere for a long time is a risk because people don't care about damages and stuff as much when they don't, li- like, when they don't own it. Right. And I, I'm sure that's even, like, more when someone's only staying there for a few days. Then they really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you got to go in there and clean after everyone and do all right. the laundry, and you have to, like, really be involved. Um, but, no, I mean, we were looking in one city on the coast, and we were looking at a bunch of different properties, and you can see the owners and stuff. And, I mean, this one lady owned, like, five of the five of the Airbnbs we looked at. Yeah, that's weird. So, just, she so that's must, her business. Yeah, she must be just a real estate investor. Yeah. Where she just buys, and they're, like, little shacks and stuff. Not shacks, but, you know, they're just, like, these little places, so... But no, I think it's cool because it just gives you a little more freedom and a little more like exclusivity. Yeah. Because you can be like, you can do a beach home. Yeah. And that's going to be way less than getting a hotel that has a beach view. Like that's way expensive. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. There's a family, if, if you go down Gentile, our ward's on the other side. Yeah. And if you go down Gentile, there's a house, uh, <clears throat> not, <clears throat> not the next street after... Not the next street to the left, but the next one after that. There's a yeah. white house with a white picket fence around it, yeah. and they're a family in our ward. And they their basement was a Airbnb yeah. for quite a while. Now they're renting to her brother, her sister, and his husband. But but they were using it as an Airbnb. And you think late in Utah, but they were. They said it was very lucrative, and people really liked being there. You know, and they said it was really cool. Well, so, and you never know. People have a million, million reasons to need somewhere yeah, to stay. They could yeah. be visiting someone. In yeah, Lane, you know what I mean? in Layton, but, yeah. No, and I, I assume, I assume, you, I mean, we stayed in one in Denver, and it was just in the middle of an apartment complex. It was an apartment? Well, I, I guess it was probably a condo. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, same thing, I guess. Just one to own. But, yeah, that one was really weird because you're, like, you're just living in someone's apartment. For a few days. <laughs> that um, must be a weird feeling. Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. It was clean and everything. I don't know. It's 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 weird. I don't know. Just different than a hotel. Yeah. Different feeling. Yeah, I don't know. But so when do you start school? Next week. Uh, not much, but yeah. Break. <laughs> Just this this week is spring break. So did you get A's and B's again, or A's? I mean. So last semester we both ended up with all A's. And this semester, we currently both have all A's. We'll see yeah, how it ends. That's but great. Yeah. I know I did real real rough on my biology test. Was that tough? <laughs> oh, yeah. <it> <laughs> you had to memorize things? Yeah. Well, and I feel like it was super weird because my biology um, semester started like a month after the rest of it. Because some courses are just less time. It's kind of weird. So instead of being a 15-week um, semester, it's 12 weeks. So we started late. Huh. 
And so I had like, we had four weeks before our first exam and it's all online. So like everything you learn is based on how much you teach yourself. You know right, what I mean? Like right. you have assignments and you have quizzes, but like you can get by passing and doing all that stuff just by learning that stuff. Right. But then the exam comes along and you're like, it's all, you know, it's about everything. <clears throat> and I mean, I knew, I mean, I, I knew I wasn't prepared. But I wasn't positive on what to study because you don't have like you don't have anything. You just there's no professor yeah, telling exactly. you study this. This yeah. is gonna be on the test. And I mean this that's harder. That's much harder. It can be. Yeah. I, I, we've learned that this semester that because last semester was nice. We enjoyed our whole semester and it was pretty. I mean, pretty easy for whatever whatever definition you have of that. But this semester, there's been points when you're you really kind of wish you had a professor. Yeah. And you can reach out to some, but some are very uninvolved. Some are involved, but some are like, I mean, Kira messaged her math teacher, like, oh, sorry, English teacher, like a week and a half ago, and he still hasn't responded. And she's like, okay, this assignment is due, and I need, I'm asking a question about it. Oh, yeah, she was very upset, which, I mean, obviously, it makes sense that she'd be upset about it. So it's just, I don't know. And that's how I felt about the biology exam. I'm just like, and she's like, use your study guide. And I'm like, oh, I filled it out. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like. That would be really It's hard. pretty much like take notes on this <clears throat> subject, this, you know, particular section. So you do your notes. And then, but you don't know what's going to be on the exam. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I think I got like a D on the exam. But I had gotten 100% on everything else. So I still have an A. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. Even if you got a B, who cares? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We're a little, we're both kind of being perfectionists at the moment like we're like trying to get yeah well why not you know yeah if it's within your ability which it kind of always is you know and so yeah i don't know but yeah we both have all a's right now so that's so what are you taking next no this is the spring semester yeah so this is spring so we we finished spring semester in april you mean fall semester no spring so we're just on spring break. Oh right yeah. Now. Oh okay. okay. So we finished spring, spring in semester. April. Yeah, in April. Wow, that's quick. That's because it's March. Really yeah. Know. So we only have set. No, we have six more weeks. Seven more weeks. So it's a shorter semester. Not really. Well, no, because so this is just spring break. So we're in the middle of our semester right now. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm lost. Yeah. So okay. we just, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just like you know. Some, yeah. Just yeah. it's yeah. So we're in the middle of our semester. We haven't finished yet. Um, so we finish in April, and then we have like a few weeks, and that's when we're trying to go on our trip. <laughs> and then summer. And then summer, which summer will be kind of a break. We'll see. I don't yeah. know. I, we're both kind of apprehensive because we're both kind of burned out right now. Yeah. So we're like, do we really want to like take classes because we go camping in the summer and you know? Yeah. Sometimes enjoy yourself. You have to balance everything, you know, so you. You don't get burned. Yeah, getting burned out would be bad. But, but at the same time, the you sooner you get it over yeah. with, the sooner you're done. So it's like, well. So are you guys amassing a lot of student debt? Or? No, because we're still at a community college right now, so it's pretty oh, that's cheap. Right. It's honestly pretty cheap. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, so we'll be a few grand in debt with our associates. That's not bad at all. No, it's like nothing. That's nothing. When we go for our bachelors, that'll change a little bit, but that's eh, fine. I don't know. Yeah, it's whatever. We pay. I mean. We both had we both got a new student scholarship our first semester, so that was like a thousand bucks. That's great. Because um, of your grades? No, just it was just a new student. Oh, every new student, every new student oh, okay. got a thousand dollar scholarship. Um 
And then hopefully with our grades, we may get some scholarships, but the application process for getting scholarships is crazy. Yeah. It's I mean, a business. There are people that well, do that yeah, for a business. They, yeah. It's wild. So, but no, we, we might get some academic scholarships, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm more, I'm more concerned once we transfer to university, obviously, because I mean, the price is pretty much like quadruple yeah. per semester. Which is why we're going to a community college because oh, like, yeah. it, yeah. no, it doesn't matter. No, <laughs> once you get your um, bachelor's, they—that's all they care about—is where'd you get your bachelor's, and not even where you know you can only get it from a university. Yeah, but yeah. Well, and we were states not that, or uh, yeah, we were states not that expensive. No, it's not compared crazy. to a lot of schools. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't matter. You know, it matters when you're coming out of college if you have a degree from Harvard or Yale or. One of those kind of schools, yeah, that's great. But after you've been in the workforce for a while, it really doesn't matter, you know, no. because it, everything else depends upon how you perform, how you do, and, you know, what your work, work, work ethic is. And stuff. Well, and where I'll be doing engineering, I mean, there's so many engineering jobs. Oh, I tell you. It's and crazy. because I work on base, I can at least get my first job on base pretty easily yeah. and then transfer somewhere else later, so. Because that's, eh, we'll see what happens. But tentatively, if I can't find a different job out off the base, I'm going to work up there as an engineer for a few years because I know I'll be able to get a job. Yeah. And then I'll leave um, once I have a few years under my belt. So, You know what I didn't do, Sam, that I regret? <clears throat> of course, I was at BYU. I don't know if it's any different because I was living on campus, but I don't think it is any different. Uh, when I was taking engineering classes, because I started in engineering too, and then I decided to get out of it, uh, which I think was a mistake. But the thing I didn't do that I wish I had done is I met some students that were in my same situation. They were, you know, starting engineering program and stuff, and they would get together and study and do homework and stuff like that. And they started, you know, they basically started a group and... If I had done that, I think I would have gotten through the program, but I didn't do that. I was very independent, uh, you know, and I think there's nothing wrong with being independent, but I think when you get into a discipline like that, where it can be very challenging, the support can be really helpful, yeah. you know? So if you have a chance to get into a, uh, a peer group that is working on, you know, it, maybe you're taking the same classes or something and, and you can get help from one another and, and support one another going through the program, it could be very beneficial. And uh, I wish I had done that because I remember going to a, uh, some kind of a fireside or something at BYU many years later and I saw one of these guys stand up that was in that group and I thought, I should have I done that, you know, because uh, anyway. anyway no, I think, I, I think you're 100% right. And I, that's one of the reasons I look forward when we go to our bachelor's because we won't be online anymore. Yeah. Or at least not nearly as much. Yeah. Um, and I kind of look forward to having that kind of social interaction. Yeah. And I mean, it's nice because Kira and I are both in school right now. So we're kind of that for each other right now. Right. I mean, we're just doing our generals, so we don't really need that specific group, you know, but yeah. just having each other to kind of, you know, yeah. moan to each other about school or to help each other. But no, I, I think you're, I, I assume you're 100% right because, I mean, it, it gets pretty um, studious eventually. It does. <laughs> and, and there are some times where, you're weak in a little area, and they're stronger. Yeah. But you, and another time that you're stronger in that area, and they're and so you can help each other get through the program because it's pretty intense. The engineering programs are pretty uh, challenging, you know. And 
Yeah. So that could be that could be really helpful. I'm apprehensive, but I'm excited. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I don't know, I just I, I'm apprehensive about everything. I'm just kind of a nervous person in general. Yeah. I mean, I guess not everything, but about school, it's just, it's the unknown, I think, for me. Yeah, yeah. Until, and then once I, like, know what's expected and get into it, then I'm like, oh, okay. And then all you have to do is do it, you know what yeah. I mean? But, um, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited. I just feel like, just... It's, it's an adventure. I don't know. For, yeah, and I, just for myself, I just, I, I feel like it will make me... I'm not like a better person, but like, I think it will help me just become a better person, not than other people, just for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it'll challenge me in ways that will groom me to be, you know, just to reach your potential. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That and that's what makes me excited about it. <clears throat> and it's a subject I'm at least, a, I think I'm interested in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. find out, but. I don't know. I always wanted to be an architect. So this is just kind of a sidestep into a different direction, right? Yeah. Similar-ish. That's what Kara's struggling with a lot. She doesn't know what she's going to pick as her major. Yeah. Because right now she's in business, science, science I don't know, something. Business something thing. pretty general. You can go a million different ways with it. But she's kind of reaching the point where she's like, I don't, it's not really what I wanted to do. It's just what I, what I decided to do. And she's like, she has a very, she has a pretty short amount of time. I mean, within like the next year, where she, she to has to change if she's going to. But you have to know that you can always change later too. That's what I keep telling her too. Yeah, you don't have to stick with it. I mean, it it's nice to know right up front because then the classes you take account yeah. for your major, but you can still make changes you know along the way. Well, that's what I told her too. And and now, well, in, in business, uh, business science, I can't remember what it's called. I was like, there's a million different things you can do with that. That's right. So I can, I can not see, really. I can see Kara starting a business of some kind. You know, some kind of, I don't know if it's a craft, but maybe something like that where she, yeah, so I can see her actually doing something like that. Uh, I'm not sure she needs a degree to do it, but it can't hurt, you know, to have uh, maybe some finance training or something. I don't know. That's the way I, well, and that's kind of why we both originally started doing business because we, our plan eventually was to kind of start our own business. But I mean, well, that's a long conversation and we have time left, but, <laughs> but I, I still feel like that's definitely a way she could go. And she's been thinking um, tentatively about financial planning because uh. that's just an associate's degree. So she'd be done this year yeah, and she could go right into the field. Yeah. And I was like, potentially in the long run, that gives you the opportunity to be your own, like be your own boss. Yeah. You don't have to work for a firm or whatever they're called, right? That's true. You do it for a few years, but when you have kids... You can do that all from home. Don't you have to have a certificate of some kind? Don't you have to get a certificate of financial planning or something? Or well, I think I don't just, know that much about. I it. think you just. I don't think you even need a degree. Oh really? Technically, just I mean, it. if someone's willing to pay, well, you that's true. Do it, you know what I mean? That's true. But, but yeah, that's true. I know the degree is only in associates. I don't know. She hasn't looked into it enough for me. Yeah. No, I guess. But I was like, that's pr- and then you could financially plan for us. Yeah. And our family, and I think. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about that career, but I, I assume it's something you can do a lot from home. Yeah. Because I mean, what, what do you? I don't know. You're working on spreadsheets and looking at. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't I know assume it's, it's a lot. I mean, what would you, you meet need? with people for? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, almost all that's done virtually now, anyways. That's true. That's so, because she kind of wants to pick a career where she could work from home or do it part time. Where when we have kids, she's yeah. not like locked into nine to five, and then we're paying out the butt for 
right, right. you know um daycare because that's just you might as well Stay not home. have a, i mean yeah it's i mean it's the amount um the daycare costs you you're pretty much i mean if you work part-time all that money is going to go towards daycare yeah or you do it yourself and then you're not making the money it's kind of sixes yeah. unless you're making a really good amount of money or you can work around it and i mean it's hard to live a single income in a single income home anymore it is unless I mean, you have a really crazy. good job somewhere well we both make the average amount for an american for one american yeah not combined we both make that amount of money oh do you really yeah well, like, and that you've got a cush job up there, Sam. That's a perfect. But we don't job. make a lot of money. No, I know. I mean, <laughs> no, that's true. But I think the average is across the whole United no, States. No, it is. I know. So yeah. that makes it, and that covers right. you know the little town in Iowa. And, but you're making you know, pretty good money, Sam. For no, it's for no college yeah. education. You're making what twenty bucks an hour or more? Almost. Kara makes, I think, about that, and I make a little bit less. But that's a good, you know. And but you guys I mean, are. It's it's great for yeah. your situation. No, I mean I'm not I'm not complaining about how much I make. I mean no, no, for no. the amount of like you said, without with no education and with I mean But you're you're saying it's a low bar in the United States. Yeah, because <laughs> well I, I heard what what the average amount was for the United States and I was like started thinking in my head and I was like, We make that. I'm like yeah. and we both make that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like and we you know, and it's just like how do people live like that? I, live on that. Well and I think about like teachers. Oh, and stuff like that, and I'm like, that's amazing. Because when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, you're a teacher, you have a career, you got money, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you know, slowly when you get higher up in in your education, you kind of learn about how much teachers make and stuff. And I, it, I don't know. And not, to, I'm not knocking teachers; they have no control over how much they get paid. But I just think I'm like, how do that? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, there's people that we work with that make the same amount as us that have like families and kids, and I'm just like, how? Yeah, <laughs> I, what? How, I don't. We're good with our money, and it's not like we have money to toss around towards well, random have, things. We have young know. families moving into our ward, Sam. They're paying four hundred thousand dollars for a house, and I think they must have help from somebody because there's no way. I I don't see how they I, could do that. Some I of them going no to idea. Some of them going to school, and you think who's helping? You know, somebody's. Uh, you know, you don't want to ask, but somebody's helping out. No, it's it's crazy, and we talk about it all the time. Well. I think I mentioned this before and I was getting my hair cut the other day and you know, the whole housing thing came up and just that we were renting. I was talking about something I was doing around here anyways. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how we're going to buy a house. And the lady was like, I don't know how anyone buys a house right now. And I was like, you know, a year and a half ago, everyone was like, why aren't you buying a house? Why aren't you buying a house? <laughs> no one says that anymore. No. Everyone <laughs> says, Everybody knows. if I was in your situation, I don't know how I'd do it. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when we think back, and we're like, oh, we should have done it three years ago. And I was like, well, we were working at a restaurant. We had yeah. no educate. Like, we couldn't have. We I mean, couldn't maybe. do it, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, people, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Things will work out, Sam. It well, we have to, well, I feel like getting our degrees and set careers will be a step in the right direction. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. to say people can't well, succeed it can't hurt. and buy a house. Yeah, yeah exactly. Can't yeah. Hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. It's been nice talking to you today. Oh, true. you got a basketball game to get to, huh? Yeah. Good basketball game. I gotta go make dinner anyways. What are you having for dinner? Oh, egg McMuffins. Oh, really? I'm just going to make them, but yeah. Oh, that's fine. All right. Yeah, you can make them. See you next week, everybody.